Hello everybody and welcome to another episode of Slasher Supreme. I am your host Christopher. It is finally the 30th episode, so today we'll be taking a look at the Evil Dead remake and, to a lesser extent, a Serbian film. That one's going to be kind of a quick review because uh, Luke actually did not want to talk about the film. I kind of really, I really don't either. I'll go into just a little bit. Uh, I'll give like a little mini review over it. But anyways, yes, let's get in and talk about the remake. Evil Dead 2013 was directed by Fidi Alvarez. Sorry if I butcher his name, but he has worked with Sam Raimi on this film, Don't Breathe and Crawl. So this is kind of their first collaboration together. The plot of the film, for those of you that don't know, is it's basically Evil Dead, the original. Five friends go out to a cabin in the woods to get away for the weekend. This film, though, does a little bit of a twist where one of the friends is kind of quitting. uh, She's going cold turkey. She's a junkie, and she wants this to be the last time, so that's why the friends are out there. So it gives them a reason to be out there, and when some of the later weird shit starts happening, they don't, you know, that's why they stay. It's just because they think she's going through withdrawals. It's So they give, like, kind of, like, a logical reason they stay there as long as they do to a certain point. So, yes, it pretty much follows the same premise. They're out there. Of course, they find the Necronomicon, the book, bound in flesh and written in human blood. And then one of the friends decides to be a dumbass and read from it, and all hell breaks loose. Literally, all hell breaks loose. Now, I have pros and cons with this film. I'm going to try to go on a different way in reviewing it. The pros for this film is that they update the gore. It sound, it looks disgusting, it looks brutal, it's very chunky and meaty sounding. Uh, a good example is when a guy has a piece of broken glass in his chest and they pull it out, and you can just hear it just cutting a little bit, you know, just cutting the tissue as it's getting pulled out, and it sounds disgusting, but it's freaking amazing. Uh, the beginning of this film kind of opens off with the bang, literally, that it, with the death basically, and that death is very, you feel the impact of it to a degree, it's very, not really brutal, but just the sound, the the sound of it is just something else, it's really uh, neat. The pro, another pro for me, is that this film moves at a very brisk pace, you know, like I said, the film opens up with the bang, or you dead. You know, you know what you're getting into, and then it just keeps building. There's maybe a few minutes here of downtime, and then it just goes right back into it. So something is always happening, whether it be a gory-ass moment or it be a jump scare. There's always something going on, and it cuts right to the chase. So it's kind of like a double whammy right there with it. Now, the cons for me in this film 
is that even though the gore is updated and it looks good and brutal and you know medium chunky sounding you just kind of have like this weird disconnect maybe it's just me and from watching all these horror movies i guess i'm somewhat desensitized but in the first evil dead for example when i believe it's linda gets stabbed in the ankle with a pin this the motion it's getting like uh, pretty much yanked around while it's in her looks and you can almost feel it that's how just this it, it just ugh, even talking about it right now just i can feel it but it just there's that impact that you can feel yourself this film like with the chest uh with the piece of broken glass in the chest it just looks painful it's not something you can actually like picture feeling i guess so there is like a kind of a disconnect between the uh, punishment that these characters ensue and that goes to my next con with this film is you don't care about these characters we're introduced to them and we kind of learn what archetype they fit into with the original evil dead we spend a lot more time with the characters and we kind of you know grow attached to them so it makes what happened even more horrifying for them because we kind of you know grown on them a little bit or they've grown on us a little bit where this film like i said you meet them and then crazy shit starts happening to all of them you do care about mia who's the one going um who's trying to quit doing drugs so you do kind of feel for her a little bit because she's kind of the one you care about but not to the point of i know like bruce campbell is actually in the film you kind of have more of a feeling towards the original cast and the new cast and maybe that's just me yet again on a personal level but i've heard the same i've heard the you know comparison from others and the last kind of feel to it is yes this film is at a breakneck pace and it just keeps going and going and going and to me i mean maybe again for me it's just kind of like a personal con I do like the original more for the fact that it kind of takes things slow to an extent and builds on it and just builds until there's just kind of a pop-off. You know, everything just busts and it's a horrifying thing. This film, there is a sense of build-up, but it's so, like I said, it's so fast that it doesn't have the same impact as the original. Where in this film, you kind of get some foreshadowing, but it's not like oh foreshadowing for later on it's like foreshadowing and then it like happens a few seconds later i guess not really even foreshadowing it's just showing you what's going to happen to these certain characters here and there because it always cuts back to the book and there's always some kind of page that's showing what's going on through this you know the progression of them dealing with this book so you don't really have there's not really that big moment in the film where in the original, they have quite a few moments, but that's because they build and build and build on, you know, and then have the big bang. Now, I keep going personally, but I don't have a problem with this remake. I know a lot of, some people do, some people don't. I, of course, am more, I love the originals more. Some remakes don't bother me. This remake happened to be one that doesn't bother me. For example, the RoboCop remake and the Total Recall remake. Those bothered me because they didn't really need to exist. I mean, this one, sure, didn't need to exist necessarily, but it was kind of like... It was an appetizer for fans of the franchise because then a few years later we got the Ash vs. Evil Dead show. 
So it was kind of like something to hold us off on until that came around. Which, I'll get into that later. But yes, I actually don't have a problem with this remake. And I actually, I know people who love this remake more than the original. And I can completely understand. You know, the con, the pros I have, a lot of people love it for that reason. Some people don't get for the cons I have. But, you know, they're, I completely understand why people love the remake compared to the original. Personally, for you, if you're debating on watching the original Evil Dead or the new Evil Dead, if you want a campy, kind of slow, you know, building the atmosphere kind of film, go with the original one. If you want something that's fast-paced, doesn't feel like it's an hour and a half, and it's just brutal looking, go with the remake. It's really up to you. That's what I love about this franchise that I've mentioned in almost every um, every episode I've done in regards to Evil Dead. If you want a slow one, watch the original. If you want a slow, really hardcore horror movie, watch the original one. If you want something with a little bit of comedy and horror, watch the second one. If you want straight comedy, watch Army of Darkness. If you want something that is just insane and fast-paced, watch this. That's why I love this franchise. Anyways, as my kind of short review for the Evil Dead remake, let's get into a, a Serbian film. Yay! I'll meet you guys over there. A Serbian film from 2019. I'm not even going to try to say the director's name. I will butcher that. So... I'm going to go into the plot um, as bare bones as I can because, I don't know, I feel like I'm be crossing the line. But anyways, so the basic premise is that our main character, I think his name is Milos. Sorry if I mispronounced these names, but anyways, Milos is a retired porn star. Him and his family are kind of running low on cash, so he gets offered a job to star in another movie by a man named, I think it's Verkmir. I could be wrong, yet again, on the pronunciation. Anyways, so Verkmir... Uh, ask Milos to be in this film and if Milos accepts it and does the shoot he will be pretty much set for life and make sure that his kids, his kid is able to go to college and you know not have to worry about the financial situation they're in and then we delve well Milos accepts it and we delve into a um, very disgusting fucking movie that's the best way I could say it um Luke, and, uh, Luke did not actually want to talk about this film. Me, myself, I really don't want to talk about this film. Um, so, of course, with Milos being a retired porn star, of course, this film is pretty much a pornography, but if, as Vukmir says, it's art. You know, art taking life, showing death, life, love, and all that. Um, where it's, with these extreme films, you know, I like to look at them because uh, with Cannibal Holocaust, you know, there was a reasoning behind this film. I'm not sure on, I guess, the Siberian political climate or anything around that time of 2010, so I don't, I don't think there's like a disconnect, I guess, for me in this film of trying, because there's an overall kind of theme about uh, men leaving off for war, and this one woman in particular who kind of cheated on her husband and had a baby, so she, um, she had a baby after having relations with a drug dealer and she became pretty much a crack whore and so there's like this weird you know talk in the film about how all the women in Siberia or yeah Siberia whatever 
are pretty much doing this as well. So there, there's something going on there, and like I said, I'm not sure, because I don't really know much about that, but that's a really key element to this film, but it's the subject matter it deals with, this movie crosses a line in some points. I'm trying to be as vague as I can with this film. Um, if you want to watch this film, I almost say don't, because it is, it's trash pretty much. It is just, it's being as edgy as it possibly can, almost for the sake of being edgy in certain aspects and in certain scenes. It is really just, it's a hard fucking movie to watch, especially in the last 20 minutes when everything goes off the rails, and when it does go off the rails, it is almost to the point where I almost had to, like, we almost had to turn it off just because it was just so disgusting and how it was just, what happened in that, and I, if it sounds like I'm picking your interest, don't, don't fucking watch this movie, if you have watched this movie, you know exactly what happens in those last 20 minutes and just how fucking absurd it is, so yes, if you're thinking about Serbian film, just don't, just don't, don't do it at all, just stop it, I mean, it's a bad movie, in my opinion, not even from the subject matter that it deals with, just because the first, I think this movie is an hour and a half, the, besides, the first hour of this film is boring as all hell, I mean, it's just, nothing really happens, it feels like even story-wise, there's, like I said, maybe if I would have known more about what's going on, in the, you know, in the, around that time, I would be more involved with it, or not involved, but have more of an understanding where, not knowing about it, we're sitting there watching it, we're both bored out of our minds, until that shit happens at the last 20, and we're both almost just fucking appalled at this point. I know I'm being vague, and I know this is kind of a shitty review in regards to this film, but it is a shitty film. Figuratively, and, well, not really literally, but it, it almost goes literally. But anyways, uh, thank you guys so much for listening, and we'll go over to the outro. Thank you guys so much for listening to another episode of Slasher Supreme. Please like, share, favorite, subscribe, thumbs up, or whatever you have to do to let me know you're out there listening. If there's a certain video game or movie you'd like me to review, please leave me a voice message here on Anchor, a message on the Facebook page, or on Instagram. If you do not follow me on Facebook or Instagram, just look up Slasher Supreme Podcast and you will find me. I just want to apologize to you guys real quick. I... I know I didn't release an episode last week. Now it's kind of radio silent, but everything's all good now. So I'll be continuing with each week having an episode out. Anyways, today's fun fact is that in the Evil Dead remake in the book, there is a picture of this thing called the Abomination. That picture is based off the artwork for the poster for the Evil Dead, the original Evil Dead poster. I actually didn't know that. It kind of looked a little familiar thinking about it, but I don't know. I just never, I never really noticed that, and it's kind of neat knowing that now. So yes, that is today's fun fact. Next week's episode, I honestly have no idea. There are a couple movies I've had kind of juggle around in my head right now, so it's a toss-up for next week. I know I'm normally a little bit more uh, straightforward with you guys, but like I said, I have at least three or four movies that's kind of 
bobbling around up there. So, who knows what's in store for next weekend. Anyways, I will see you guys then. Have a good week, and thank you for listening.